Jesus. Somebody give a mighty, mighty praise to Jesus. Somebody worship Jesus. Somebody worship Jesus. Somebody worship Jesus. Mighty, mighty hand clap to Jesus. Not like that. You can do better. You can do better. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Worship Jesus, worship his name. Somebody raise the name of Jesus higher. Higher. Thank you very much, choir. You may please take your seats. Lord Jesus, please turn your, to your neighbor and invite them. Give them a warm welcome. And somebody please talk to your neighbor. Invite. I'm very happy, very honored to stand before you this day. I also like to thank... I like to thank the... I'd like to thank the, the father of the ministry, Apostle Bruce Lubega, for such an opportunity. We are here to exalt the name of God. Praise the Lord. The name of Jesus is exalted in your life. And the devil is forever defeated. Um, we have a few announcements here. Um, the Fanero Children's Bible Camp. Somebody say amen. Yes, uh, we are going to have our Bible Camp on the 8th, on the 8th of December 2019. It's starting on the 8th Sunday to Wednesday 11th. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm sure most of the parents have already paid and you're preparing your children to come uh, we're going to have various activities in that children's uh, Bible camp. Oh, please bring your children. Something happens to them every time they go there. Something happens to them. 
we, we are not just handling children, but we are redeeming a generation. So make sure your children come. Praise the Lord. You know, we can have all beautiful things and say all beautiful words to you. But your children must get this because this will define how their generation goes. So there's going to be different activities, Bible studies, practical life skills, classes, creative arts, swimming, and lots of other fun items that the children are going to be doing. Uh, there's requirements like bed sheets, blankets, or duvet, a change of clothes for four days, undergarments, sleepers, toothpaste, and toothbrush, pajamas, swimming costume, which is optional, sports shoes, among others. Deadline for the payment is 5th December. Praise the Lord Jesus. And the way the payment is done, it's received at the partnership desk and at the office as well as the merchant code. The people that are responsible for that day are not handling any money and you will not be allowed to pay money that very day. So please make sure that if your children have to be there this week, then your payments must be done at least by Monday. Praise the Lord. That one will facilitate. It will help quickly put together the things that must be put together. And then, uh, yes, there's no payments that are going to be handled on the mobile money or by any facilitator. So just make sure that you go to the desk. The desk is always there. That desk, it always has a green cover there. Um, somebody say, Sports Day Fanero. Yes, we are going to have a sports day on the 14th December 2019 at James Cambridge International School, Butabika. Praise the Lord. Praise, praise the Lord. We insist on this because we know that. The Bible says, anyway, let me not quote. Someone will say, this girl, she has a problem. So, on the 14th of December 2019, at the James Cambridge International School, Butabika, all those intending to attend, please, both adults and children, make sure you register. And then uh, you can register also to your preferred sport if you wish to participate. In the link below, http colon double slash www.fanero.org slash sports day. Hallelujah. So if you are intending to attend, please register. Registration is good because it helps us to be able to plan for you. Hallelujah. Make sure you go to that link and register. Are we together? Yes. Somebody say 31st night of prayer. Because we are going to have a very powerful night of prayer, we intend to fill taxis and pioneer buses with the invite for the crossover. So what we are doing here, there's going to be a prayer car branding campaign. Praise the Lord. So you, you, you can have your car branded, but uh, consider, consider, consider sponsoring a car with the 31st sticker at only 34. 45,000 per taxi. Hallelujah. Those interested in this, please contact 0200 or you can use our merchant codes 
for MTN and Airtel, just make sure you state what it is that you, you, you are sending. Or you can call that number that I've just given to you for more information. Praise the Lord. It's important that we start early. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But is it early? Actually, it is this month. It's this month. So we, 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 need, to, we need to bring five people. Tell your neighbor the Bring Five campaign is here. Yes. So if, if, if you've just come to Fanero today, you can bring five people if you've just come. But for the people that are here, you always, I see you jumping every time they are, they are preaching, you, you, you scream. Yes, those ones, five plus. The minimum, they are even your faith. They have not even believed. Five is just like there. So you have to add on that, praise the Lord. So please make sure that you carry at least five people with you. Bring your family members. Oh, that night is unforgettable. Like, you can, you want to start your year in power. You want to see the power of God take you through the year. Please attend. And don't come alone. Your bosses need to hear what's going to happen. I'm so amazed how free people are on the 31st. People literally are looking for things to do on the 31st night. Give them program. Bring them. Praise the Lord. Tell them, I'm going to take you somewhere where your life will be transformed. You'll start your year in power. So bring five people. Tell your neighbor five people. If you've come today. Yes, five people. Yes. What you're going to do is that you're going to write the list of the people you wish to invite. Once you've written the names of the people that you wish to invite, please pray about it. You don't have very much time to pray about it. And then call them. Let them know that you've invited them or you're inviting them. And then bring them. Praise the Lord. Bring them. Or make sure they are here. Whichever way you can make sure to that, make sure they are here. If they want to come and they don't have transport, Banange, you are so rich. Sponsor them to come. Praise the Lord. Pay for a taxi for them. Pay for a coaster for them. But make sure they are here. Praise the Lord Jesus. The harvest is what? The harvest is ripe. Uh, so um, it's to that accord that we are going to be having residential meetings after the first and the second service as follows. After each service, the residential leaders will be positioned on the left-hand side of the tent near the walkway, raising posters of their respective areas. So kindly reach out to your leader when you see your area of resident. Somebody say, Gulu Crusade! Yes, the Gulu Crusade is happening from the 31st January to the 2nd uh, February 2020. Please don't, don't plan to travel out of Uganda in that time. Come and participate. Actually, we are asking you if you're interested to volunteer or to take part in evangelism and mobilization to register by going to the information table at the back or by calling the mission's mobile number. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. The number is right there on the screen. Please note that we shall utilize weekends in November. People are already going there, by the way. So if you're free, please join in. 
We shall utilize the weekends in November and December to join the ground team in Gulu. It's already happening. People are going there. So if you're free, if you've taken your leave for December, thank God it's not in vain. Please just add Gulu trips there like two or three. We shall also need those whose programs are very flexible to camp in Gulu in January for two weeks. It's going to be so big that, that the lives of the people in Gulu will not remain the same. Praise the Lord Jesus. So all couples that are intending to get married in the months of January, February, and March 2020 should come and attend a meeting at the Fanero Ministries International Offices on Tuesday, 3rd December 2019 at 6 p.m. Praise the Lord. This is not by faith. Eh? Like those ones who have debts. Eh? I have a debt. Do you have a debt? Yes, you're fixed a debt. Thank you very much that you're going to keep time. Make sure you're there by 6 p.m. Praise the Lord Jesus. We have some marriage bands here. There is Jonathan Omongole and Irina Naigaga. Wedding date is 14th December. Then we have Paul Alinaitwe and Esther Shirabo. Where are the people clapping? Some people are single but very sad. They're like... What you celebrate, you attract. Can we, can, we, can we have Paul, can we please have Paul Alinaitwe and Esther Shirabo? Clap for them please until they are here. I'd like to invite my pastor, Pastor Zach, to help me pray. Okay, can we stretch forth our hands to these lovely ones? Stretch forth our hands as we pray for them. Father God, we want to thank you for these beloveds. We thank you, O oh God, for their union. We thank you, O oh God, that what you have brought together in this manner, no man shall bring asunder. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for their homes, their marriage. We thank you, O oh God, that men shall behold and see the pattern of Christ and the church. We thank you, O oh God, that these homes shall be filled with joy, happiness. We thank you, O oh God, that they shall lack no good thing. Silver and gold is their portion in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for, for, for their substance. We thank you for their children, O oh God, that they shall have both male and female. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Some people are wondering, hey, mama, why didn't you pray? Leave me. I'm led that way. I wanted, I wanted my papa, my pastor to pray. So leave me. Just leave me. Don't ask me questions. I'm not responsible for, for those questions. <laughs> I'll pray next time, right? Dedications for the children. Uh, we have some uh, parents here who need to bring their children. Biaruhanga Bell Benson and Alinda Dorothy. Um, please, if you want an anointing of twins. If you want an anointed of twins. Baliwa. Please hurry. Please hurry. Can we have a ODX Covia? ODX Covia. The children are Aruho Nathan Isaiah and Asimwe Israel Nathaniel. My goodness. These are twins. Isn't it? Yes. Praise the Lord. Can we have, a, can we have uh, the baby Chisa Christine Zoe? I love the names of the children in Fanero. Oh. Could we please pray for these children wherever you are, stretch your hands and let's believe. God, I say something that you would like to see about these Fanero children. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord my God, for these children. We thank you for your blessing that rests mightily upon them. We thank you for your power that is upon them. We thank you, Lord my God, that you have anointed them. Their peace shall be many, O oh God. You have anointed them. You've called them as portents in this world, O oh God. They are taught of you. I thank you, Lord my God. They are the very blessing to their generations. I thank you, Lord my Father. Great things are spoken about these children. I thank you, Lord my God, that you have set them apart. These are dedicated, Lord my Father, from, 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 from anything, Lord my God, that is not in line and in tune to the word of God. Father, they are separated, Lord my Father, to you, to your word, to, to, to serve you, Lord my God. They are the greatest people the world has seen. They are the most anointed the world will ever encounter. They are the most blessed, Lord my God, when they are going out and where they, when they come in. In the schools, they are blessed. I thank you for wisdom, for knowledge, for anointing, for glory, for revelation, for everything that they are meant to be. In Jesus' name, we have prayed, believing and trusting. Praise the Lord Jesus. Could we please turn our Bibles to the book of Romans 4. Mm -hmm. Romans 4 verse 17. Could we please read together? Yes. I can't hear you. Yes. 
as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Could we read together? Before him who believed, even God who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall I see thee. Uh -huh. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his... Uh -huh. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Mm -hmm. And being fully persuaded. Mm -hmm. Yes. And therefore, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But for us also, to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus. Yes. Praise the Lord Jesus. I love this, the words that were written in this chapter specifically. Now, I noticed one thing. You know, I've recently been doing a study. I, I, I just, I don't know. But I've recently been doing a study about Abraham. I've been thinking about him a lot. Been thinking, why him? Why? What is it that was special about him? What, what granted him the things that he is? What made him from a fallen man to the place that God put him in the society? What is it exactly that he represented? And what happened? But I noticed one thing with Abraham, just like I was sharing with the first service. Abraham was not a Jew. Abraham was not of those people that were promised the oracles or given the oracles. Abraham was not the one that was given those things that the Jews totally possessed in their hearts that separated them, you know, that they made them God's people. Abraham was busy doing his business, and part of his business was worshipping idols. He was worshipping an idol. But you see, one thing that also fascinated me the most was the fact that the Pharisees claimed fatherhood out of Abraham. Yet, the Pharisees themselves, they don't even know how he became a father. They claimed fatherhood from a man that was not a Jew. But they didn't know we are only children to Abraham because we believe. We are not children to Abraham because of we want to associate. We want to associate. The Pharisees denied Jesus outrightly. And Jesus looked at them and said, he tried to check their fatherhood. He was like, but if you say that your father's, if Abraham is your father, then my God, what's up? John 8:44. he said something I want to show you. He said, you are of your father, the devil. No, let's go to verse 42. 42. Yes. 41, we start from 41. Yes, you do the deeds of your father, 
Is it there? You do the deeds of your father, then say they to him, we be born of fornication, we have one father, even God. 42, Jesus said unto them, if God were your father, no, I want where he was claiming Abraham. If God were your father, you will love me, for I proceed forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. I know that you are Abraham's seed. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Thank you, projector. I know that you're Abraham's seed, but you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. They claimed that they were Abraham's seed, yet they sought to kill the very seed. Meaning they were associating with Abraham in the sense realm. They didn't understand that you can only be of that line because of faith. Not because of this one is so and so. And that is the thing that helps me to understand that most of us, God is giving us different places of authority in the spirit, different places of leadership in the spirit, not because of anything. Many shall come to you because they will want to attach to faith, not association because you know them or because you studied with them or because you, you know, but by faith. That thing that they see in you is what multiplies itself to other people. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So, so in, 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 in the book of uh, Romans 4, can we please go back to verse 18? Romans 4, 18. I want us to show you. The Bible says that Abraham against hope, he did what? He believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. He believed in hope against hope. Why? There was nothing in Abraham that could qualify him to live the life that God was telling him to live. Number one, there was no way he was going to be a father because in the issues of age and in the issues of having the strength to raise children again and in the issues of being able to run the life that God was requiring of him, he was already outdated. But I want to introduce to you something. Abraham was only outdated because he, when you observed him in the flesh, he was outdated. What do I mean? In this world that we are living in, in the body, you have a way in which you access the earthly plane. Number one, you have senses. You have the senses of what? Sight. Then the senses of what? Then the senses of what? Yes. Then the senses of what? They are supposed to be five, but I'm told recently the scientists found out a sixth sense. Uh-huh. A sense of what? Yes. So, you have the sense of sight, you have the sense of touch, you have the sense of taste, you have the sense of hearing, you have the sense of what, and all that is but to the human body. It is. God gave you all that, that with that, you are able to do what? You are able to access this earthly plan, right? Because you are spirits, and there was no way you as a spirit could come and boldly finish and do the things that God wanted you to do here on earth without the body. That's why you have it. But remember, God did not call you to live by the senses of the body. 
God did not call you to live by what you can see with your naked eyes and what you can hear with your naked ears and what you can touch with your physical hands and what you can hear. He gave you something that by it you may still be able to hear, to touch, to feel, to experience, but in the spirit world. That is why Abraham is brought to that place by the word of God. That when he looks at his body, everything about his body is lying to him. It's telling him, God said this, God said this, God said this, but it won't be possible. Look at yourself. You are an old man. And I'm sure it was not just Abraham who was in that state, but the neighbors. Can you imagine they knew you as the father of many? Now they're saying that you shall be a father of nations. How will you bear children at your 77, 9700 years old? How will you do that? And it means that at a certain point, neighbors will look at him and say, this guy, I think, has madness in him. To believe such a thing is all folly. How can you think like that? But the Bible says that he believed in hope against hope. What does that mean? He chose to see by the eyes of the spirit the things that God told him he would become regardless of the outward circumstance that he was carrying. There will be hope if he was 23 years. There will be hope if he was 40. There will be hope if he was still a Kanyama guy. But there was no hope. There was nothing to qualify him to be anything that God was telling him to be. But let me tell you, there is an experience when the word of God comes in your spirit. When the word of God comes in your spirit, it starts to create a certain place of imagination. That is why we preach. We preach that men may see. You enter a certain place of imagination and you start to see a realm beyond the sense realm. But let me tell you one thing. That is what God tells us that that is how you live. We are not supposed to find ourselves in difficult situations to believe. That is supposed to be our lifestyle. That I wake up every morning and I'm looking at the things that men... Oh my goodness. I want us to go to, I want us to, go to Hebrews 11 chapter 1 in the Amplified Version. Hebrews 11. The Bible says, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we do what? Are we reading together? Being the proof of things we do not see and the con... Hey, do you see that? A proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. In brackets, it is faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. When we preach the word, we make you to start to perceive as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. The word of God is spirit. You can never deeply understand the word of God carnally. You can never now say, ah, God said that, okay, if you want to understand the word of God carnally, you are children of God, yes? Did you see yourself coming out of his womb? But you believe. Spiritual things are designed spiritually. 
You cannot get the sense realm, the intellectual realm, the realm of the brain, the mind that, 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 that functions and is alive in this world to interpret the things of the spirit. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you know you have eternal life? You know, like you know it. Did you see it? You didn't see it. How many of you know that God loves you? Did he buy you candy? But you believe it. Praise the Lord Jesus. The Bible says that against every hope, he believed in hope. Why? Because when the word of God came to him, it brought a certain place of positive imaginations. That he will look around and say, oh, I don't care anymore about this. Abraham exercised himself in these things until he was so dead to what his body was. That he was so alive to the word that God had given him. That is how we live. The Bible says, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father. He just believed. That he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. I was telling the first service that we are the manifestation of the things that were spoken about us. You see, Jesus, wherever he went and the things that he did, when you read the Bible from the account of Matthew, Mark, John, when you read, the Bible says, and Jesus did and this and this and this and this, that it might be fulfilled that which was spoken by the prophets. And that is the pattern of your life. That when men look at you and when your days are done, they will write down and say no. But we have compared to what God said. We have compared according to the New Testament. But whatever this woman was, is what was written. Is what was prophesied by the prophets. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, the prophets of the old did not have an opportunity to experience what you're experiencing. They only had an opportunity to the foresight to see and say, hey, there's a generation coming. But they couldn't walk in it. They couldn't touch those things. Oh my goodness. First Peter 1.10. First Peter 1 Peter 1.10. The Bible says, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and have searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Yeah? Searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should fall. They did not have an opportunity to experience they only had an, op an, an opportunity to testify, to just say that, eh, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. Eh, we can see that in the spirit world, that there's, the, that there's an army that is rising. The, each of them in their ranks, they are rushing like mighty armies, scaling the walls. They could only see that. They couldn't be that. They couldn't walk in that. Why? This was preserved for you. The Bible says it is in these matters that the angels desire to look into. The angels don't even have an opportunity to walk in it. The angels don't have an opportunity to experience what it means to carry God. Do you know when angels look at you, they wonder, they are like, I want to be like Mama Modesta. 
Because I don't understand how she can carry the, the, the total, total God, God, the Godhood in the inside of her, yet she's there or she's just relaxed. That is not the experience of the angels. Angels were ordained for you as heirs, as ministers to the heirs of salvation. They minister to you. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. So every time you're there and you're living your life, the angels, Bananga, they feel like Bambi. They just look there like, eh, now this girl. Eh? That's why you must fill your life with revelation. That's why you must make sure that you walk in the experience of revelation. Because every time you start to utter some things, they want to know. They're like, eh, let me first listen to this one. I think this one, I've never heard it. Their only point of access to the depths of the riches of the inheritance of God are by you. That is why you must put your life in a certain place, you know. What was it that God spoke about you? Because that very thing that God spoke about you, it is that that shall be written. So the Bible says that against hope, he believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. It was impossible. According to that which was spoken to him, something was spoken. When it entered him, it erased the sense realm. Something was spoken. When it entered him, it erased a certain place where Abraham could judge his life by the external surroundings. Let's go to verse 19. The Bible says that, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. My God, he considered not his body. How do you know that you're weak in faith? You consider your body. You consider the circumstances. You consider the surrounding. You consider what the, 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 the physical ears hear and what the natural eyes can see. The Bible says you are weak in faith. That is being weak in faith. He considered not his own body. Now, can you imagine that? His body was dead. But he believed in the God who raises the dead. He believed in the God who calls those things which are not as though they are. And when that word dropped in his spirit, he could start to see himself full of age, full of youthfulness, bringing up the seed that God had told him. He was not weak in faith. When you're weak in faith, you go by the reports of the doctors. When you're weak in faith, you look around and say, oh, I'm finished. You know, they say this and they say this. When you are weak in faith. But the Bible says he was not weak in faith. He considered not you regard not whatever it is you look around and say, no, I have the word of God. I have the promise of the word of God. That is what it means to live in the spirit realm. To live the walk of faith. Why? I noticed one thing. The sense realm is a slow realm. Slow. Very slow. When will you wait for Uganda to be a first world nation for you to do the things that you're supposed to be? in the eyes but when you enter in the spirit the ears wait a minute wait when you enter this the spirit world the ears that uganda is supposed to take to be the first world are broken down uganda becomes a first world and you fulfill everything you're supposed to fulfill 
We have many people that are saying it will never be possible. Why? Because sense, sense. They have not seen. But you, God anointed you a specific way to see. You can see. You can see what has not been revealed to the senses. You perceive it as the real fact. They tell you this is this, but you ask yourself, what is it that God spoke in me? What is it that God wrote about me? Because everything that he wrote about me shall be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, you are a book. The Bible says that you are a written epistle that is known and read by all men. But let me tell you something about this book. This book is out of the patterns that don't close. This book does not close. Even when your days are so long done, your book remains impacting nations. Your book remains impacting generations. Why? Because you saw. The Bible says you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men. That kind of person, you can't write them off. You can't say they are done. No, they are born of the word of God. The Bible says the living word of God that liveth and abideth forever. There's nothing about them that closes. Praise the Lord Jesus. The essence of this life is this one thing. Jesus only gave up his ghost. He, it means if, if he didn't want, he wouldn't. The ability for him to die or to be alive was in his hands. The Bible says that the father has given him life. To both lay down and to pick it up again. He had the ability to lay down his life and to do what? And to pick it up again. So going to the cross yielding was because of purpose. Not because... He was so defeated in the sense realm, they covered his body. He, he, had, he had nothing to do but just to give up and say, No. That is the reason as to why religions are birthed. Because the, region, the religions observe the sufferings of Jesus in the sense realm. The Bible says his body was beaten, his mad beyond recognition, his face. But when you go to most of the religious sectors, Jesus is so beautiful on the face. He has lip shin. He only has, he only has, he only has a certain thing here which has, which has two blood, two, two like drops of blood coming out. And then here it's like someone just mathematically dealt with something and just did like, like here. And then the way he's also posing on the cross is like, what's up guys? Like... not my Jesus that is not my Jesus and he's just there he has something wrapped around him and then he's crossed his legs like this and then he's like that is not my Jesus the Bible let me, let me, let me take you to understand one thing his body was mad beyond recognition his visage do you know what that happened Jesus had to bear what was called sin. That is not a joke. He had to become sin. Number two, 
Any sickness in this world, mention it. Jesus had to bear it on his body. So, I am wondering how a person is carrying goiter, cancer, what, and he's so cute. No way, no way. The devil is a liar. Then, the Bible says, by his stripes we were healed. That is in the Isaiah 53, 5, that by his stripes, right? When you check in the diction of Isaiah, it means that he was beaten a lot, right? Those were many stripes. And every stripe represented a disease. Every stripe represented an issue, your suffering. That was for them. But when you go to 1 Peter 2.23, the Bible, the, the, Bible, the meaning of stripe there, stripe, by his stripes you are healed. It is not stripe, it is one stripe. This is what happened those days. When a person was beaten to a point where his skin could not be seen, that was counted as one death dealing blow. That means even his skin couldn't be seen. He remained, his flesh came out. So it's not those mafani experiences people keep telling us, he rose, he, and, and they want to give you that experience of Jesus just came and is like, where, where, where is so-and-so? Come, come, come. Do you have a razor? First cut here. That is not the joke. Let's not entertain it in the church. Praise the Lord. He went through that one death-dealing blow. That's the meaning of that stripes there. One. Why? Because his body was totally mad. Nothing remained. But still, he kept that voice to let you know that even if all this has happened to me, I'm not dying because my body is so beaten. I'm dying because I've chosen. It's because I love you. Praise the Lord. Jesus had died enough to carry that experience to its fullness. That is why the Bible says that he said it is finished. What had he finished? He finished all the business in the earthly plane, in the spirit world and in the heavens. He finished all that for you and he counted you worthy to partake. Someone says, but no, but, but, but how could Jesus become sin? I will ask you a question. How do you become righteous? The Bible says he knew no sin. If a son of God could become sin, a sinner can become righteous because of that sacrifice. Praise the Lord Jesus. So you are the righteousness of God, not out of a joke. The Bible says you were not bought with the things of this world such as gold, such as silver. You were not bought by those things, but by the precious blood of the Lamb, Jesus. That is what bought you. You're expensive. Gold could not afford you. Silver could not afford you. You're expensive, my friend. The riches of this world could not afford you. It had to take God. Oh... Praise the Lord Jesus. Take me back to Abraham. The Bible says, and being not weak in faith, he considered this walk that we are walking in, you don't consider the body and the external things that you see. 
Look at the life of Paul. Stunned to the very death. But because he has no business with the flesh, he bounces back and is seen in the streets preaching. The very streets where they stoned him. No business with the flesh. Some people, just because they gossip, they don't attend church. Just because they gossiped about you, no church. Uh, hello, why aren't you coming? Banange, they said wicked things about me. I will never come to that church. See the life of Paul. Beaten. But yet has control over his own life. You can't take it from him. When assignment is not done, you can't take it from him. When Paul's assignment was done, he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the rest. When his time was done, but for as long as he had a breath to do the purposes of God, no way. No way. No way. Take me back to Abraham. The Bible says, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. His body was dead. Couldn't bring forth anything. Mm -hmm. And when he was about 100 years, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb. The Bible does not say that Sarah considered not the deadness of her womb. The Bible says, Abraham, number one, did not consider the deadness of his own body and the deadness of his wife's womb. It is one thing to believe for yourself, but it is another thing to believe for another and reproduce that life in them. It's what, those are two different things. He believed for Sarah. And that is how I know that we believe for nations. You could be here, but you are tied to a certain people. And unless you believe for them, they will not carry child. Unless you believe for them, they will not enter their prophetic destiny. This was, Abraham came to the place to notice, now this is not my business. This business is tagged to eternity. And where there is something tagging to eternity, it involves people. Who are they? I will believe for them. Praise the Lord Jesus. The Bible says he did not consider even the deadness of Sarah's womb. Meaning his imagination brought him to a place to awaken Sarah's womb to take the baby inside. That's how we believe for our families and any other thing. We are not of ourselves. We are not our own. We were sent. We were sent. John 1 5 says, and there is a man called John sent from God. Oh. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. You were sent from God. What is your name? Put it there. Put it there. You were sent from God. Your assignment is deeper than a sense realm. Your assignment is deeper than your body. Your body is your house, the temple of the Holy Ghost, that you may fulfill the purposes of God. My father said one thing, that that place where your mind goes, your body will go. That is why we preach the way we preach. 
Why? Because if I, if, you, if I can get you to perceive as real fact what is not revealed to the senses, you will take your body there. Oh God. Let's, let's go back to Romans. The Bible says, and being, let's go to verse 20. The Bible says, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. He did not stagger. Have you ever seen a drunko? You, you guys, I think you, you were just born here, 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 where drunk people don't walk. For me, I was born in Charlo, and there was this guy. My goodness, that guy will drink. Yeah? The guy will drink to a point where he will be so zonked. You look at him, he, he can't even see where he's going, but he's, if, 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 if he could pass through that wall, he can just even go through. Because he doesn't know where the road is, he doesn't know where anything, he's not ashamed anymore, he's drunk. He can even undress if he wants. But one thing you notice about him, he walks when he's doing this. Then he goes the other side. Then he goes at the back. Then he goes, there is a certain part of the brain that has been affected. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says, Abraham did not hear of the promise of God and started playing with it. Then starting to play with it, then think, did God say I'm going to be a father of men? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Staggering means instability. You're not stable. Today you can balance in the sense realm. Today you can be here. Tomorrow you're here. Tomorrow you're like, my God. Then today you're here. Then the other day, Sandaka, you can well balance the double world and live with it successfully. Staggering. In the morning, you're here. After lunch, you're here. They say, hey, you are the righteousness of God. Amen, glory to God. Oh, I'm born of God. There are seven kinds of curses that can affect a believer. I think I see that curse. Oh, that thing is a curse in my life. You're a child of God. You're born of God. Yay! You're going to change the world. Yay! You are a sinner, whether you want it or not. Whatever your four, 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 four fathers did is counted upon you. Then you look at yourself and you're like, but I think I'm a sinner. These things are true. Because if you see the way my life has been, it can only be because, be because of sin. That's what I've concluded. Then you come to Fanero again. You're moving forward. God is changing your life. You are going ahead and not be... Then you come back here. There is a certain spirit that makes you go two steps ahead and nine steps at the back. the Lord. You are tossed back and forth by every wind of doctrine. Including the doctrine of devils. Unstable. You're just there. You're like, eh? what did they say? Oh, she said that if you, are, if you are born again, you cannot be sick. 
You have sickness. Accept that the sickness that has come upon your life. God is teaching you a lesson. Embrace it. I think I should embrace it. Let me go and see the doctor. Now, let me tell you one thing. If you believe that the sickness that is upon your life, God gave it unto you and is teaching you a lesson, don't go and see the doctor. Because when you go to see the doctor, you are counter-attacking the, the godly manifestation to teach you. You die with it. Why do you say God is punishing me? Then you're going to the doctor. Doctor, I think God is punishing He's punishing you. You take the punishment. Praise the Lord. But you must be one-minded. You must be of the same one faith. If the Bible says that they that are born of God have overcome the world, you better stay that way. Stay that way. If you believe you do not fall sick, stay, that, stay on that path. Don't stagger. Don't be a Christian on Monday and a double Christian on Wednesday. Let me tell you, in Fanero, we are raising people who are not just chamucated with everything that is passing. But they are deeply rooted in the word of God. Everything they are doing is firmly found in faith. Deeply rooted. Deeply grounded. Praise the Lord. Because I noticed the challenge of people not walking in the, in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of faith, it's because of the doctrines, various things that have been taught. And every time the devil is doing that, I want you to remember one thing. The devil is busy disqualifying God in your life. Every time you find yourself here, then you're here. The devil is disqualifying God in your life. He's saying, God, you created this dude, but watch. I will teach her a lesson until she understands you don't exist. So some of you think you are just unbelieving, but the Bible calls unbelief as an evil heart of unbelief. An evil heart. He says disease from an evil heart of unbelief. Get out from that. That is not your level. That is not a funeral level. For us, we left it long ago. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. How do you depart? You come to the sense realm today. You observe, you're like, hmm. But I think because this pain is here, I think you're thinking. What does the word say? You know, there are people who have trained themselves even to find out whatever is happening to their bodies. That by the time they go to the doctor, they advise him what's happening. <laughs> they first cough like, <coughs> I think that one, is, that, one is the, that one is the root of the heart. That, the, that, that vein that connects to the heart. <coughs> no, I think that one is the muscle of the heart. No, the way I feel, I think that one is like uh, the arteries, arteries. <laughs> I think now that one. So by the time they go to the doctor, they have a report. <laughs> Say that is far from me. When they reach the report, the, the, the doctor, they start to tell him, doctor, you know my heart, 
on the artery, on the other vein that connects from the brain, going down to the muscles, coming, my friend, that's none of your business. You are not called to calculate the mysteries of the flesh. You are called to only observe life. And life and life alone. The Bible says in the path of the just, there is no death. Proverbs 12. In the path of the just, there is no death. That's your path. You have no business consulting what can cause death. My goodness. Oh dear God, my time is done. And I've not even... The Bible says, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. How do you know that you're strong in faith? You're strong in faith because you give glory to God. In every place you find yourself, you're busy giving glory to God. You say, Father, I thank you for what you have made me. I thank you for the anointing upon my life. I thank you I'm walking in divine health. I'm walking every day is a path of greatness for me. I'm anointed for these things. Greater is he that is you're giving glory to God. That one means you are strong in faith. That is what makes you strong in faith. Verse 21. The Bible says, And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Abraham was in a stage of fullness of persuasion. Do you know what to be fully persuaded means? It means there is nothing that can change your mind. Like you know, and you know, and like you know, like you know. Like those things which you perceived as real fact, they have become the facts of your life. And you know that you know that you know. That even when the sense realm or the fresh realm starts to introduce something, you know, no, that's, that, that's the lie of the devil. I don't belong there. Praise the Lord Jesus. You are fully persuaded that what he promised, you're fully persuaded that what he promised, he was also able to perform. These are the things that change the world. Why? Because in the human brain, you can only go so far. It's limited. But he introduces these things to show us that your realm is the realm of limitlessness. You cannot be limited. Praise the Lord Jesus. The Bible says he was fully persuaded that the one that said it will, hey, hey, my goodness. Are you in the state of persuasion? If you're not in the state of persuasion, get summons. Listen and listen and there's a time when my father taught faith, I don't know for how long. Listen and listen and listen and listen until you're full. Not of unbelief, but persuasion. That you're totally, un you're totally persuaded. You don't care anymore. Whether who says what or what. You're steady. You're steady. You're grounded. You know where you're going. Praise the Lord. Verse 22. The Bible says, And therefore it was imputed to him for what? For righteousness. When God looked at his belief pattern, he said, no, this guy is right. That is what happens to you. 
When you start to look at that side of life and you start to embrace it, you perceive as real fact what is not, what is not revealed to the senses. You start to walk in it, putting your imaginations in it, soaking yourself in it. God looks at you and says, Banangi, this one is right. She's right. She's right. Everything she says is right. That is the realm they call favor, an access of favor. Everywhere you go, you are found right. There could be a hundred people applying for the job, but you're like, my goodness, I'm right. Let them apply. But I'll be the first one to be called. I'm right. I'm right. Praise the Lord Jesus. So we are not going to play with these things. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Luke 145. Don't worry about my English. It changed. Yes, the Bible says that unblessed is she that does what? For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her of the Lord. What are those things that were told of you? God is here waiting to perform. He's like, I want to perform. In the very way you see a theatrical stage and there's different acts going there. That's how God wants to do it, for, to perform. That's why he said, concerning my works, command you me. Why? He wants to perform of those things. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. So our eyes must be fixed in a realm beyond the natural realm. It is only when you lose your hold on the natural realm and your comfort in the natural realm and your, your dependence in the natural realm that God starts really to be God. And God is pleased when you start to live your life Beyond what man can do, beyond what that realm can do, beyond, where you say, no, I don't know how this happens, but because I've seen it, it is mine. The Bible says the revealed things belong to you. Because I've seen it, that is mine. I don't know how he's going to do it, but I'm so fully persuaded and I am at rest. That's what they call inheritance. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, therefore it was imputed to him for what? For righteousness. And a person like Mary, it was stupidity to tell a virgin that she was just going to get pregnant. How? How? Eh? If you had given the procedure of the carnal sense, if you had given the procedure of the human sense in how people get pregnant, she would understand you. But you've just told her, you shall be endued with power. You, you shall become pregnant. You, how? Just like me, I come to you and I tell you, how old are you? Uh, you are 14. You're in S what? Yes, you, in nine months you'll be carrying child. Eh? How? But the Bible says she believed. Hey. She believed. And because it was, because she believed, it was performed into her. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Romans. I want to close up. The Bible says, and therefore it was imputed to him what? 
righteousness. Verse 23. The Bible says, now it was not written for his sake alone. Like it was not written for his, these things are not for him alone. You know, there are men you look at and you're like, however in this world did this man of God get in this rank? However in this world did Apostle Grace become who he is? How did he do? The Bible is telling you, no, it is not for his sake alone, even you. That the things that you have seen him do, you can do. The very way he believed, you can believe. The Bible says it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. Uh-huh. But for us also. Mm-hmm. To whom it shall be imputed if we, believe, if we believe. It will not be imputed if we are Thomas. It will be imputed if we do what? If we believe. Thomas said one thing. He said he will only, be, only believe if he touches. If he does not touch, no. he actually made up his mind that unless, if I don't see, that's the end of it. I don't want. I don't even want. But you remember now they used to tell us that Africans, we like saying seeing is believing. My friend, which seeing? If it is the seeing where it is a perception beyond what is revealed to the senses, that is believing. The Bible says, the other disciples therefore said, Mama, Mama. The, 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 eh? <laughs> the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, Except that I shall see in his hands the print of, except. Like, don't tell me your things. Except that I shall see in his hands the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand. I will not believe. So some of us are in that realm. Except I see the man coming to propose. I will not believe. Except I see my account full. I will not believe. Except I feel the power of God touching me from my head. I'll not believe in the spirit of revelation. Except. Everything is in the except realm. Verse 26. He says, And after eight days again his disciples were with him and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then, then said to, he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but banange. Be not faithless, but believing. Verse 28. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord, my God. Uh-huh. Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen. You are blessed because you have never seen Jesus with your physical body and in your natural eyes. You're blessed. Yet you love him. You're blessed. You've never felt him. We're doing what? But you believe you have eternal life. You're blessed. You are blessed. You've never seen these things in naked eyes because they're not seen with naked eyes. They're seen with the eyes of the spirit. They are perceived and received in the spirit realm. Let's please stand up and pray.
Somebody speak in tongues in this place. Somebody start to see something beyond the flesh, beyond the sense realm, beyond carnality. Somebody start, start to see something beyond what the world sees. There are things that exist in the spirit world that you must see. Things that pertain to you, to your life, to your ministry, to your calling, to your anointing. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. Somebody pray, please. Somebody see something. The Lord, by His grace right now, is opening people's eyes to see in the Spirit like never before. Your life shall not be a terminology of the kind of things of this world. Somebody see in the Spirit. Somebody see and start to pray. See yourself excellent. See yourself serving God. See yourself in the perfection of the things that God spoke to you. See yourself in the fulfillment of the word of God. Somebody pray, pray, pray. I see that there is a special anointing coming upon someone today. Lepashata to define your course. To define your course. To define your course. Ila pashetelebosa. Sanda kala pashetekelebae. Palaka shanda kalaba. Every prophet in this place, you must see. You must see. You must see. You must see Jesus. Somebody pray, 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 pray. Somebody pray in the spirit. Somebody receive, receive something. Receive something beyond the sense realm. Receive something in the spirit world. Receive the word, embrace it. Ask that your eyes see. Ask that your ears hear in the spirit. Ask that you walk in the spirit. Ask that you manifest the things that are oh Somebody lift your hands, let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your presence in this place. Oh, I feel a surge of the anointing in this place like I've not felt. Oh, the anointing of God is in this place. Whatever it is you have been believing in God, receive it. I see that the prophets must see and they are seeing in the name of Jesus. They are not seeing names of people alone, but they are seeing the very place that Jesus is, bearing the testimony of the Lord. Shut up, I. In Jesus' name we have prayed.
Aleluia. Oh, I feel the presence of God in this place. Oh, I feel the presence of God in this place. I see something. I see something. If you're here and you have never given your life to Jesus, please come forth. The kind of experience I've been talking about will make sense if you're born again. If you're here and you like to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, please come forth. Let them come forth as the rest of you speak in tongues, whichever thing it is that you want. Is there anybody that wants to receive Jesus? Let them come. Please come. If you want to receive Jesus, please come. Somebody give them a mighty hand clap. If you want to receive Jesus, please come. If you want to receive Jesus, please come. in your body receive your healing right now I feel something in this atmosphere please repeat these words after me say Jesus say Jesus I receive you today Banange if you're there and you'd like to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior please come Another person. I can wait because of another person. The rest you can continue speaking in tongues. I see eyes opening. I don't know why. I can see that I have a picture. It's like the heart, but there's eyes popping. Like people are starting to see Jesus. People are seeing Jesus. People are seeing in the spirit. Any other person you want to receive Jesus? Let's pray for these ones. Please repeat these words after me. Say, Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. With my heart, I believe. And with my mouth, I confess that Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. 
Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. I am born again. I am a son of God. I am a child of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please, you're free to live at will. You can live at will. But for the people who are still praying, please continue. There is